Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Real Estate Investing Talk, the Advanced Real Estate Investing Talk. I'm here with uh, my co-hosts, uh, Glenn and Darcy. This is Aurélien, the Mindful Investor. And today we were going to answer a question, which is why is, is real estate so sexy? And, uh, <laughs> and start us off, this time it's going to be Glenn. <laughs> so the reason we were doing this sexy talk is because I literally, whenever last week Darcy mentioned uh, the the sex appeal or something like that, what was it? Something, something yeah, along something, those lines. Something along those lines. Stupid, we said, oh, we'll yeah. never talk about sex. We'll never talk about sexy. So I'm like, let's do the exact opposite and talk about it. <laughs> so anyway, um, why is it why is it so sexy? Um, honestly, this is uh, one of those things that kind of fell into my lap that wasn't actually the plan. But when I was a kid, my dad told me, what you really need to do is either write a book or become a rock star or do something where you can do one activity once and get paid for it forever. So. Wow. Amazing advice from a dad. Yeah. yeah. And so he, he's like, he's like, he had friends who were authors and stuff. And he's like, this is, you know, you need to find something like that. Right. And believe it or not, real estate is a little bit more active than that but it is that's what cash flow is right you you've done the, the renovation and the, the work off the start uh, there's ongoing stuff with property management that if you bought it right and you have property management in place um you can make this fairly passive so it's not quite as passive as like writing a book um but even being a rock star a lot of times you're still touring and stuff so it might be as passive as being a rock star um so it, it's it's just a different way of thinking about this and what really, really makes real estate sexy, in my opinion, is leverage. Leverage is the sexiest thing <laughs> that ever existed. <laughs> and people go, yeah, yeah, whatever. But the, you got to really think about leverage, right? So just I'll give you a quick example. So if you bought a property um, for $100,000, we'll give nice, simple, even numbers. You put 20% down, so you'd be putting in $20,000, right? This property appreciates uh, 10%. So it appreciates 10%. So if you, and compared to a lot of other investments, uh, bonds, and you know, sometimes you can leverage stocks, but a lot of investments, if you, that exact same scenario, your investment went up by 10%, you made 10%. But no, in real estate, you made way more than that without even talking about the appreciation, depreciation, uh, cash flow, scrap all of that. Just leverage. You took, you only put $20,000 in. You didn't put $100,000 into this property. You put 20% down. So you have $20,000 in the deal in say a year or two even, you've made uh, $10,000 because it went up 10%. So now you have made 50% return on your investment, not 10%. And That's then huge. You, you, then you factor in all the other parts of real estate. Appreciation, which I just mentioned there with the 10%. Uh, right now, we're doing phenomenal appreciation in many markets in the U.S. and in Canada. It's going crazy right now. Um, appreciation, depreciation, you can write this stuff off on your taxes. It could actually create a deficit to actually offset any like W-2 or T-4 income that you have, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then... Uh, cash flow, cash principal flow. repayment. Yeah, all those mortgage paydowns. You're yeah. just, it just keeps... It's, there's a lot of sexy things and they all compound together to, and a lot of people oversimplify it to like, oh yeah, but real estate only made 10% this last year. Yeah. But what about all the other parts and how much money did you put down on that house? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and oh, oh, did you do a perfect burr? Do a strategy on top of 
just buying real estate. So maybe you have zero in <laughs> or, or very little, right? And uh, I don't know, that, that's how, why I think real estate is so sexy. Leverage is the biggest one, but there's just so many different streams to, to make money off of real estate. What do you think, Darcy? Well, okay. We always go in totally different directions. I totally get what you, uh, what you mean. Yeah. Um, when I saw the thought of uh, sexy, I had to go like, what? I have to define my terms. How do we make that? And I have to say, in some respects, I try to take sexy out of it because I think of sexy in terms of arousal and arousal theory. And arousal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Arousal like, theory. What is that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Stay that's the me, title though. of next week's show. <laughs> well, that's it. Half the people are leaning in, and other half are just like totally Ooh. turned off. Our listeners should know that none of us are wearing shirts right now. Just, just for those in the theater of the mind back home. All right, arousal theory is about motivation, and it's a thing that's um, the interior drive that makes you perform. And in some ways, it's it's what explains increasingly riskier and riskier activities. Now, this is common to entrepreneurs, to performers. Uh, Glenn talked about being a rock star. I mean, that was my first preferred choice. I'm a musician. My wife's an opera singer. Um, I just want to play music. Uh, it is it is out there of the preferred things I want to do where you can turn your brain off and just be one with the universe, music, skiing, and other arousals are the only things that kind of work that way. Right. Yeah. Um, but arousal theory is about um, stimulating your brain for these endorphins by doing riskier and riskier things. And what is it about entrepreneurialism or taking a risk or starting a business or purchasing real estate that creates arousal? Cause that is by definition, it is, engenders these kind of feelings that we understand is um, uh, that we equate to being something being sexy. And what I do find is um, if you have something that you're passionate about, whether it's being a rock star or being a writer or being a real estate entrepreneur or any other venture that you chase uh, or person that you chase, that arousal, those passions are um, material. They, they are a huge part of why this thing works. Um, you know, for those that are driving to a job that you hate, that's awful. You should stop that. But find something that you're passionate about. And I am a passionate person. I've got lots of energy and lots of engagement. And I find real estate, you know, in this sense, sexy. And that is something equal to my passions, that it has no finite end. It's not like I can master it. It's like golf. You can never have a perfect golf game. Uh, uh, you know, try it. You can't. Um, we just watched uh, Phil, this, or in late May now, we just saw uh, Mickelson win at past 50 with a, an amazing uh, fourth round. But you can't have a perfect golf game. It's eternally the, head, uh, the taillights receding over the horizon. You're chasing it. And that's the same thing with any of our passions. There's something that we chase for a lifetime. And so what makes it, quote, sexy for me is it something that's equal to my passions, to my energy, to my initiative, to my dreams? That gives it that kind of juice of arousal that makes me jump out of bed in the morning and engage all day until I'm exhausted and fall asleep at the end of the day. That's what my day looks like. I jump up early. This morning I started at 5.01. Um, you know, it's only 10 now here in the West Coast, but I'll go to 11 or 12 tonight and do the same thing, rinse, repeat, because I'm chasing my passions. Um, so for me, this is a, a sexy industry because it's something that can scale to as hard as you want to go. If you use big as you want to make it, uh, it's not limited. 
mentally, it's not limited. Physically, it's scalable and you can chase it like, um, you know, like Moby Dick's big white whale. It is something you can chase for life. Um, that's how I see sexy and it's all in arousal of passions. So that's how it works for me. And that's why I'm passionate about it. All right, you're a Frenchman, you know something about sexy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's a handsome man too, ladies. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Um, I, uh, you know, the story I know best is mine, and uh, I started with um, with savings because uh, you know you need to get to that first down payment to buy that first property uh, to to start your track record, and uh, so I started with savings, and uh, and uh, then you know there are basic products like bonds and GICs and, and you lose everything to inflation basically and the worst thing is if you get, keep your cash as cash it gets eroded year over year because inflation diminishes the buying power of that cash um, and um, and also the element so I and then I educated myself with the uh, the Motley Fool and uh, uh, different magazines, Canadian magazines about how to invest and pick stocks and mutual funds. And I looked into this. And um, one thing I noticed is you have very little control. Whereas, you know, if you're doing a burr in real estate, you have way more control over the asset. Uh, you can do it during due diligence. Before due diligence, you know, when you establish which market you want to invest in, you look at job growth, you make sure, you know, everything is all the stars are lining up and then when you start investing and you have a, a business plan in mind if it's a burr strategy if you're you're planning to rehab uh, if you're buying a problem such as vacancies you have control you can decide uh, how you're going to execute on this plan so i really enjoy this dimension of control and also by uh, rehabbing those properties, you know, property after property, you're making a difference in the communities. You know, you're embellishing uh, communities. You're making uh, nicer, pe nicer places for people to live in. And uh, yeah, and uh, like Glenn was saying, you know, there is this uh, big element of um, of leverage and uh, and everything we mentioned: appreciation, mortgage pay down, cash flow, leverage are. You know, you don't, you don't really, you get a little bit of leverage. You can get leverage with stocks, but the bank is not going to lend you uh, as much as they will on, on real estate. And uh, there's a good reason for that. Um, and uh, yeah. And yep. uh, you made me think there is a, a physical, when we're comparing this to other asset classes, there's a physical asset. It's not like a paper asset where you, you own a piece of something or uh, part of it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, some of these stocks are, you're not even actually, there's not actually anything there, right? You're, you're invested in an idea sometimes, right? Um, mm -hmm. So there's, there's physically something there. Usually uh, real estate doesn't go to zero. You know, that, that land, even if the tornado goes through and destroys that house, the, the land is still worth something, right? It, mm -hmm. it never goes right to zero. It never, the, the company doesn't go bankrupt and disappear on you. Um, there's, physically something there <laughs> it's it's an mm -hmm. actual location and the crazy thing with stocks is that it's not even you know you if we want to talk about control with stocks you can think that oh well if they have a good ceo you know they're they're in good hands well that doesn't really matter because what drives the price of a stock is if people want to buy it or not if there is a second layer there which uh, we don't have with the real estate no i mean if you like control if you like dominance, I'm playing again with sexy words. I know you um, are. <laughs> well, just to bring it back to our thing, if you, 
if you like accumulation, if uh, you like building wealth, if, if what gets your juices going is just collecting buildings, homes, apartment buildings, strip malls, um, cash, money, uh, influence, wealth, power. I mean, if that's where your passion lies, this is a, uh, a virtually unlimited industry. I mean, if you got a lot of passion and you're a kindergarten teacher, you're going to share that with only 22 kids. You know, if you've got a ton of passion in real estate, you can make it as big as you want it. You can honestly go to the end of your strength and abilities to chase it. Um, you like uh, a whole pile of buildings. You like to drive by your buildings. That's what wets your juices and arouses you and gives you passion. You can do that. You can have a whole bunch of buildings and drive by them and you can make them beautiful. You can, you know, make them exotic. You can decorate them. You can, you know, design for whatever makes you crazy. It is really a passionate industry. And I think you get short shrift when people think it's just dumb about money or about um, rental tendencies. Um, it's a really passionate industry. Uh, there's stakes. It's high stakes. You know, you can go down, you can lose it all. Those are things that are um, that arouse people, the risk involved. Um, I think that's that's an allure for lots of people. Uh, and that's, you know, some may not um, admit that they like that. But do you like putting a, th a million dollars down on a building? Do you like taking on a commitment of $30,000 per month debt for the next 25 years? Some people can't manage that. They don't have the nerve for that. Um, how do you feel about putting all your money and all your chips into the table? It's you do that in blackjack. Poker. But you walk, yeah, but you walk away with only I lost twenty bucks. Now, what if it's real money? What if it's two million dollars? What if it's twenty million dollars? How does that feel? You want to talk about arousal? Write a check for a million dollars and give it to someone else. I mean, so that's what I think we could be sexy about. It. If you, you know, if there's risk takers out there, it's entrepreneurs and. Well, it's kind of sexy in the strictest terms. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy thoughts. <laughs> okay. Well, sounds good. I think uh, I think we've uh, we've uncovered a few elements that. Oh, that's up. nasty. <laughs> and and the, sorry to get you off. The, the best part about this is that we just said our our whole thing was how is real estate sexy, and so we all had a different view of it. And we were going to talk mm. about it and sort of define what, which angle we were going to go. And we said, no, let's just, let's just see what we all come up with. And I love mm. that because we all had yeah. a different, different way of looking at it. And I don't, I, that's why I, I love that when we don't define it and we trying to come up with all different yeah. sides of it. Yeah. I that's the beauty of, very uh, different of guys. doing a, a three per, a three way, a three way podcast. <laughs> 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 you know i have to add though and for all i talk about um risk and reward and arousal and stuff for the most part my first thing was like i try to take the sexy out of it i try to routinize as much as possible to reduce risk um so you know in as much as it has all that risk and stuff implicit i virtually work every day to reduce it to make it very banal to routinize to uh just yeah, the more, to mitigate risk the more boring the better <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
OK, is it our finale? <laughs> yeah, it's our finale. Wrap us up. <laughs> OK, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed uh, producing it. Uh, as you know, you can send us an email at advancedreitalk and at gmail.com, advancedreitalk at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to cover your question uh, in the show. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.